0: No.
1: Are you can keep laughing at me? Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Take 45. Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and Fisher boys, welcome to a very s- small episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. Uh, not by length, but by uh, people featuring. It is just uh, myself, Toby Paula, joined by our producer, Kastin. Hi. And that's it? Are-
1: actually, we'll be. Inviting a lot of people along to this podcast.
0: Mm, lots of All of
1: them are fictional, yes. and mostly have one name.
0: Yes, lots of teenage boys in underpants with no pants over the top.
1: When you say Batman, other than a long list of um, gadgets with the word "bat" in front of it, the first thing you think of is Robin, the Boy Wonder. Since his first appearance in Detective Comics issue thirty-eight in nineteen forty. Robin has gone about carving out his own legacy both alongside
0: Don't
1: mind me. the bath and just by himself as you do. So in this episode of the School for Wildwood Nuts, we're going to introduce you to the long roster and assorted histories of Robins.
0: Okay, um well who who's your favourite Robin? Dick Grayson. Okay. Um, I know I know he's our favourite Robin, but who's your favourite as a Robin? Is it still... Yeah.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I feel like if
0: he doesn't eventually become Nightwing, it's hard to put him in such a high regard.
1: This is true, because I like him as Nightwing more mm. than I like him as Robin.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that.
1: Probably Tim.
0: I think Tim is the quintessential, because they had a go, they made some changes, they had a few other tries. He's sort of the... We've worked out how to do a Robin.
1: He he is the best mix of all past and future Robins at his point.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, his detective skills are better than the rest. His, like, smarts. But he's still, like, that sensitive bit that Dick has. Yeah. While being sassy enough to, like, hand it back to Batman.
0: Um... Well, we're going through standard continuity and order here. Would you want to start with... Uh, with My Dick? main man? Yeah?
1: Sure, we can talk about Richard and John.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane.
0: Created by Bill Finger, let's be honest. <laughs>
1: Look, Bob was in the room, so I feel the need to mention even,
0: it. I wouldn't even go as far to assume that, honestly.
1: Bob was in the general location...
0: They were in, he was in the state, <laughs> probably <laughs> in the same zip code.
1: Um, basically, they needed to get younger readers enjoying Batman. So, hey, let's give him a child sidekick.
0: That's one weird thing about Robin. Uh, there's you've got th- there's always that theory that people in business would say we need a child for children to relate to. No child ever first picks Robin over Batman yeah but he hasn't become like a scrappy dude he hasn't become like the shark jumping character he still managed to work yeah even after all these many years in a sense he's kind of special like that i mean they didn't even want to touch bucky barnes like the marvel quintessential sidekick until maybe not even maybe a decade ago we like a robin
1: apparently I wonder if it has anything to do with his name and costume, as these were taken from Robin Hood Mm. and the red-breasted American Robin. So
0: it makes sense. He's named
1: after a medieval vigilante and a bird. Yes. He's a fox in Disney, yes.
0: Um, yeah, well... Batman was still very much just a Zorro knockoff in those times, so to go with another folk hero kind of makes sense.
1: This is true. And everyone kind of knows the whole use the good to give to, or the rich to give to the poor thing, yeah. which is kind of Batman's original aiming. Um, He was born on the first day of spring
0: weirdly specific go
1: I'm just throwing that in because I'm born on the first day of spring. Oh,
0: God.
1: However, it's American spring and Australia's spring, which are different. But I'm claiming it because I can. Um, To John and Mary Grayson, a young, errorless couple who perform as the Flying Graysons. So, why would this kid want to run away from the circus to join a bat?
0: He would not necessarily.
1: Probably not. Um, because that's where the Grayson stories takes a turn. While preparing one day, um, Dick overheard two gangsters attempting to extort money from the circus owner. The owner refuses and so they pour some acid on the trapeze wires. Because that's what you you do. Um, as you can guess, the wire snaps and John and Mary Grayson fall to their deaths in front of that night's audience. Um, Before the
0: list of people that have been in and out of that audience through continuity is astounding.
1: Yeah. Apparently everyone in Gotham was there just that night.
0: Bruce was there. Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face was there. Uh, Tim Drake was there.
1: If you watch the movies, Joker... No, not Joker, Penguin?
0: Two-Face. Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face. Oh, yes. Yes, Riddler watched on TV because circus is a live event. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> it only that might be one night, it's... and I, be, I knew there was more. Fuck your enemies, in.
0: man! I'm gonna watch a circus.
1: Um. So anyway, in this continuity, before Dick can go to the police, you know, to tell about the gangsters, that man explains that they work for Tony Zuko, mm-hmm. who plays a large part in a lot of things, but is never really mentioned. Like he's in task, but he's not in the actual Batman and Robin movie. Where it would make more sense to have it. He's never game
0: necessarily like... used much. His daughter became integral during Scott Snyder's first go at detective comics mm. back in those days, but he's not really used that often. There's so many other mobsters in Gotham as it is.
1: Um Batman also explains that like his parents were killed in front of him and So begins the tale of Robin. Basically, like, as they were designing Robin, he was supposed to be everything that Batman wasn't. He was flippant, inexperienced, and clad in colour. Yep. He is very colourful. With Dick Grayson being there, we saw them go through a lot of different comic book arcs, Batman 66, countless movies and cartoons, which we talk about regularly on the podcast. So... But within the pages of Batman, Dick was always the very young, campy story next to the Dark Knight.
0: Yeah, he's not necessarily the comic relief, but the... He's just the ray of sunshine. He's the
1: hope in Mm. Batman.
0: He's like the comic relief, but he's the positivity relief.
1: Yeah, he's he's the little angel on your shoulder being like, Hey Bruce, smile. Please.
0: Don't eat that man. (laughs)
1: Stop stop punching that guy in the face.
0: is the tap out button
1: um however, at the same time he had become the leader of the teen Titans, which you should all know by now is a junior version of the Justice League of America, which was introduced in the Brave and the bold issue fifty four in nineteen sixty four I had to include the dates just because it's fun. <laughs> And it was the comic series that the readers watched Dick grow from a young boy left in a shadow to a young man that was in charge of his own team. Um, and when Dennis O'Neill and Neil Adams decided to return Batman to his, like, dark broodingness, they just sent him off to college. Yeah. They're like, and Dick Grayson got into Hudson University and he's over there now.
0: That's always a problem that writers seem to run into, is doing a dark, gritty version of Batman with a Robin anywhere near it.
1: Mm. Um, but I do like... They were just like, ah, uh, university.
0: Yeah, off it goes.
1: Um, so we also saw that like during this time, Grayson and Bruce started to have troubles. And, you know, they weren't getting along as well as they used to.
0: Well Batman had started becoming darker and grittier before he had left. Yeah. So there was a lot of clashing there.
1: So part of that clashing was he gave up his role as the Robin and went on to becoming Nightwing.
0: Yeah.
1: Which means that there was just a random Robin costume hanging up in the back cave somewhere. Yeah. So who filled it to her?
0: All right. Let me kick off this one by saying I went with the New Fifty Two Origin here. Um, I know it the best off by heart, and it's been, and before that it was just it was so clumsy. Occasionally having Dick Grayson's Origin, but adding Killer Croc for no reason. Later retcons and shaped into something a bit cleaner. But um, you obviously have the Sins of the Father episode of Batman in the animated series, mm-hmm. uh, just with a different Robin. I don't think they were able to use Jason Todd despite what a doomed character that was. Yeah. Um, the version I have here begins with a preppy good girl named Catherine Elizabeth meeting an absolute bong-rat loser named Willis Todd. Um, the good girls love bad boys, as you know. Oh, I do. So they bang in an alley behind a dumpster.
1: I mean, I've never been there,
0: but... Thus, their son Jason was born. Um, Catherine takes... She gets on the glass barbie, which is a slang I've learnt... In recent months,
1: oh,
0: so she becomes a drug addict.
1: Oh, okay. I, I was going to say I'm not sure what that is. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, and she picks up a few other similar bad habits. Um, and then Jason learns how to live from his father, how to scam, how to survive in that sort of world. Um, eventually Willis would go on to die in prison. I see. Uh, meanwhile, his mother finally took a little too much and overdosed. Oh. Uh. So, yeah. And so
1: we have an orphan. Yes. These, these are a few of... You know true. how Powerpuff Girls have sugar, spice, all things nice, and yep. Chemical X?
0: Looking exactly a, like a Bruce Wayne. <laughs> orphan. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah this, this is like his...
0: There is one panel, and I think it's issue one of New 52's Batman, where Bruce and all the Robins are getting a painting together, and they're all black-haired, blue-eyed people... So it just looks like a, this amazing painting of just this one guy. <laughs> like, just through throughout a different, times, like... Yeah, throughout different, like, periods of time. Um, yep, yeah, so young Jason here, he takes to the streets. Um, he's kind of like a dark and gritty version of Aladdin.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Never harming people, but getting by street rat style. Uh, one mm. day he gets hurt bad. And finds himself in a local medical clinic, the workplace of unsung heroine Leslie. Caroline. Yeah, I didn't want to say heroin after went drug tour. Oh. Um, Leslie Tompkins. Um, she's a character that deserves a little more credit, I think.
1: Oh, I'm Leslie.
0: She's in some continuity. She's the one who teaches Alfred how to do, you know, medical shit yeah. for Bruce. But she's also sometimes just the one doing the medical shit for Bruce.
1: And I, I like I like her in like Tass and that.
0: Mm. That's usually how. But she's I feel in like they like
1: very closely um, modeled Batman Beyond Barbara on her. She's
0: very similar looking, isn't she? Yeah. They're
1: very similar looking. They've got that same like, I love you, and I'm gonna be there for you. But
0: you are. But I'm gonna something. tell you,
1: you're a moron.
0: Yeah. Um. So this this is technically an educational podcast. So anytime you hear someone say, "Oh, it's bullshit," Alfred can't do all this stuff. Normally he doesn't, it's just lazy riding when he does. Yeah. Right. But he
1: would have picked up something after all those years. So
0: Yeah, he's got the basics down, but if she'd have the girls awry, Leslie's on the scene. Mm. Um, now after Jason recovers there, he takes a bunch of drugs and just like stock out of a clinic and escapes out the window. Landing right in front of the big bad bat. Um, Leslie pleads for this poor lost soul, saying like, hey, don't throw him in jail, he's just going to fester and get worse. And that's how this kid ended up living in Wayne Manor. Yay! Um, so one day, Bruce sits this kid down and explains he too was an angry, shitty orphan boy once.
1: Yeah. Another recipe, another ingredient in the recipe of how Batman makes a robin.
0: Yep. Um, I was
1: you once! Yep.
0: Yeah. And so he found a way to channel it into something more. And it is time to share that fact with young Jason. And thus our second Robin is born. Um, at that point in the Jason Todd story, oh, well, at this point, now that you've got his origin, we're going to jump back for our historical purposes to the year 1988. At this point, Jason Todd has been around for five years now, after being created by Jerry Conway and Don Newton, and his popularity has declined a fucking lot.
1: hmm
0: uh, after Danny O'Neill and Jim Starlin were trying to figure out a way to retire this brash and arrogant Robin, um, an ad started to appear um, in all of DC's books. Mm-hmm. Um, death, a death in the family had begun. A four-part story in which Jason left the Bat family in search of his real and possibly alive mother. <laughs> yes, in my notes I <laughs> fucked that up. Um,
1: Sorry, I'm just, like, trying to read along and then hit the spot that you're up to and gone, real and possibly real (laughs) love.
0: Sure as possibly real. (laughs) Uh, During the, yeah, this is when the ad starts with the ultimatum. Uh, Call up and vote to let Jason Todd live or to die. Uh, I recommend reading that book, um, The Death and the Family, or watching the greatest Batman film to date, Under the Red Hood. Mm. Can you argue that fact, or is it probably the only good one we've seen in a long time?
1: It's pretty good.
0: Mm. Yeah, the animated movies tend to be better than the live-action ones these days.
1: Oh, that that I agree
0: with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Yeah, as you can imagine, he was not voted favourably. And he, you know, dies for a little while. For a fairly long while, actually.
1: For a while.
0: Mm. Um... He ended up getting, all right, so Superboy punched reality so hard that Jason Todd fell back out of death because the- The know,
1: Robins do come back in very weird ways.
0: Yeah, but then they're like, that's dumb, so like they did under the Red Hood, they sort of retconned it and made it a little more plausible, in quotation marks, comic book plausible, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a lot more believable way that he now comes back. Yeah.
0: And a couple years later, a story dovetails out of this one called A Lonely Place of Dying. Okay, um, this sort of comes for, you know, this is sort of your segue.
1: We've just seen Robin 2 to die.
0: Yep. Good Batman times. isn't
1: really dealing with it well.
0: But he no. kind of deserved it too. Like, he was a terrible character to be reading. Yeah. You know who shouldn't be dark, grimmer, and shittier with the world than Batman? A uh, bright, colourful Robin.
1: Yeah. Um. But before I can talk about Tim Drake, I'm going to take us back in time, Toby. All the way back to Dick Grayson's origin. Okay. Because as you said, who was sitting in that audience that day?
0: Uh, fucking everybody. I'm sure, like, Dr. Otto Octavius was there that day. Like, fuck me.
1: uh uh-uh.
0: Harper Row was probably there.
1: Well, we're just going to talk about Tim Drake.
0: some Price's egghead. He so, was probably there.
1: T- Tim is sitting there, and he watches as Bruce Wayne adopts Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. and then he's watching as Batman suddenly sprung up with a Robin.
0: He's like, and
1: mm-hmm. he's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: acrobatic boy. Sometimes with the same costume, depending on what you're reading or watching.
1: One plus one is two. A plus B is C. Hmm. Then he continues to watch from afar up until Jason's death. And he was like, I I think it's time. So he makes his first appearance in Batman issue 436 in 1989. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And while he isn't as skilled in combat as either Grayson or Todd, he does have those detective skills.
0: He's kind of the... He's the Donatello of the Robins.
1: Mm. He also trades in his booty shorts for a nice new armoured Robin costume. I
0: can't believe how many years that took I for them mean, to not have that stupid fucking...
1: Yeah.
0: I do like the people who try to explain it away, saying that it's, like, for mobility. It's like, no, if you okay. think that's gay, then you think is gay. Yeah. <laughs> I like the people who've got that... Tense about the booty
1: shorts that Robin wears. I <laughs> I refer to them regularly as booty shorts in this episode.
0: They're booty shorts as well. I um, can't argue that.
1: Drake, it was supposed to be a perfect mix of the first two Robins. Like he has that little bit of arrogance, but not as much as Todd had.
0: King's but he's got still spunk. yeah. He's got spunk.
1: He's what you actually picture a teenage boy being. Yeah. Like Grayson was a little too nice. Yeah,
0: and he got damn abs all the girls
1: wanted. And Todd's a little too
0: angsty teenager. I
1: need to put it on detention and then.
0: Listens to too much Evanescence. Yeah, he's the limp biscuit of Robins.
1: (laughs) Oh no! Oh,
0: I hope Trey hears this episode now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He won't. Um, he even worked with the Teen Titans because, you know, you can't have a Robin that's. Too far removed from Teen Titans, apparently.
0: Them's the rules.
1: Um, following Infinite Crisis, however, Tim Drake began making changes to his Robin costume to pay tribute to his best friend Superboy, who died fighting the ice, the Earth Prime Superboy.
0: I think that's when he starts wearing the red and black costume, right? Yeah. Much better.
1: Well, that's he was like, Hey, my buddy, he died. So he's like, I'm changing my costume. Like, Get out of here, Green. He's
0: like, No more Green, Superboy. Didn't no yellow. A
1: green. Screw this. He yeah, had
0: a bit of yellow still.
1: He did, but way not as much. Um. And this is when he started transforming into Red Robin. Um. The change from Robin to Red Robin directly related to Batman's disappearance following Final Crisis and Battle for the Cow, which is when Grayson stepped up and was like, I oh, will be the Batman.
0: Yeah. Um, It's weird to think that my first Batman was Dick Grayson. That is weird. Because I jumped in a little bit after this point. But, um, yeah, he never calls himself Red Robin. He takes on a different mantle to try and investigate Batman's disappearance while everyone else still does the thing.
1: But it makes sense, like, someone that had worked with Batman was like, look, I really can't... Like, I'm... Because as far as I know... Drake was fine with Grayson stepping up, but he, he just, was like, I can't be your Robin.
0: No, he had his little gut feeling that Batman wasn't dead yet. Yeah. And everyone else is like, You're in denial. And he's like, I'll just put on an earless bat cow and the big cape and I will go investigate. And eventually he does find Batman kind of like lost and confused because he was thrown through time.
1: Amnesia!
0: Yeah, this is the. I'm sorry, it's just like. Red Robin is the best part of Grant Morrison shooting Batman and sending him through time and space. You know that weird, like Thanksgiving Batman, where he's wearing the hat.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Or when he's a
0: pirate or a caveman. They all all that ridiculous bullshit comes from this, until he finds his way into his current timeline when he stops. DC's whole timeline, no, 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 no. extended
1: universe. This no, no. is
0: fine. Grant Morrison is a problem.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about him, trust me. Yes. I have a bone to pick with him in a couple of Robins. Mm. But we'll, start, we'll We'll stick to continuity. But yes,
0: be- before we get to Final Crisis, before we get Red Robin, there's a brief period uh, where Tim took a break from being Robin. Oh, yeah. He was just kind of like, hey, I'm not doing so good in school. Everything like Gotham's kind of un, under control. We haven't had a no man's land. We haven't had a contagion. We haven't had an absolute shit show. There's been no villains month. I'm just gonna kick back and focus on my studies for a little bit, so I don't have to repeat like the third grade. Timeout. Yep. Yeah. Um. And as these events start start to take shape, we get um Clue Master coming back to town. That fucking notorious and famous Batman villain everyone's mm. heard of mm-hmm. um, but here's the thing that he's doing that Riddler doesn't, he's no longer leaving clues oh. making him very slippery
1: yeah, that's not. Mm. but yeah. his
0: rebellious daughter Stephanie Brown has something to say about it she becomes the spoiler and spoils his crimes not leaving clues leaving locations what he's doing, what he's taking <laughs> where he's gonna be, fuck him
1: he's <laughs> like, I have a great plan I'm going to go down to the library. I'm going to steal all the books. Hey, Batman! (laughs) Dad's going to be at the library. He's
0: got a mullet. He plans to
1: take books. Look for a red rose.
0: Yeah, and yeah, she keeps the spoiler mantle and becomes a close friend and love interest of Tim Drake. Um, Ew! Yep. She first appeared in Detective 647 by Chuck Dixon and Tom Lyle. And as Tim Drake takes his leave, Steph steps out of the role of Spoiler and becomes the current Robin. It was short-lived, and if you want the goods, read War Games. It's <laughs> probably the best part of her doing it. So, I mean, she's been Spoiler, Robin, then she became Backyard, and now she's Spoiler again. But that little sliver of her being Robin is in that era of Detective. I'd read War Games if I were you. I think it's two parts. Fat book, dude. So it'll take a little while. But um, this story is where we see Stephanie get fired try in vain to redeem herself, and eventually you get killed. Yeah. Yep, but this story also features Tim Drake returning like a fucking badass and putting his cape back on.
1: Can I... Is Steph the only one that gets fired? Yes. Hmm. Because they all, leave, like...
0: They all have an argument here and there with Bruce, Was like, I'm not doing it anymore but by the end of the issue or story arc. They're always back. She was let go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, no, you can... Just put your costume in the box in the
0: door, mm.
1: because you've got Grace and walks away. Like it takes a long time. but he Batman. And he left, and on, and he left friends. on like yeah, he left
0: on fairly good terms.
1: Then you've got Todd mm. who dies. Thanks for that. Then you've got
0: Tim like, took his leave.
1: Tim's like on his ha-
0: own. Look, and he's like, I'll come back
1: to will I'll come back when you need me. But right now, but yeah, she's. As far as I know, the only one that was like, "No, yeah, get out." No.
0: Yeah, um, it's all that's all in war games, and we should honestly cover it. But there is a moment where, where Tim Drake in civilian clothes pistol whips a Russian gangster with his own gun, and it's fucking incredible. Like Mm. he he's walking through like this this gangland, like he's fucking like Dwayne Johnson or something. It's just this little kid in a yellow polo shirt. Mm. Um. But yes, that's the brief period of the first time we ever got a blonde Robin,
1: mm. a vagina.
0: Mm. Um. Uh. Yeah, as the beautiful car stated, Tim Drake comes back and becomes Red Robin, and sort of he goes out on his own. But then what?
1: What happened? What happened? Once again, Grant Morrison. He decided to upset the back disgrace the good name of Robin, in 2006. He gave us Damien freakin' Wayne. Do, do you think I've made my feelings about this arrogant narcissistic child, clear? No. Mm-hmm. It's a shame really, because before this I kinda liked Talia Algol. Like, she wasn't, like, she was okay. She was okay. She's mm. better than her father. You
0: know, do you prefer her or Catwoman, or Zatanna, or Wonder Woman, or Silver Saint Cloud, or
1: I mean, There's he is more. a he is a playboy, like he's got to
0: you know make Batman his way through. Who turned out to be like a well-researched character? That's remember that
1: that we were very confused by. Them. Yeah, like why?
0: <laughs> hmm. I know Trey's a Chase Meridian person,
1: but no, I'm sure
0: she'll appear in a book ever.
1: Ta- Talia comes along, yeah, drops him off on cave Dorster. Mm-hmm. We're stuck with Damien Wayne.
0: Put him in the bin.
1: Yeah, so as you might have guessed, Damien is Bruce and Talia's child, meaning he is the heir of both the Wayne legacy and the League of Assassins. Yeah.
0: A lot of his training is learning to mute his, uh, you know, like, killing moves. Because hmm. he is trained to
1: be an assassin. Well, that's from basically falling out of his mother. He was trained to be an assassin because they assumed he would take over the League of Assassins.
0: Yeah, Bruce won't do it. We'll just fucking breed a new Bruce.
1: What was... Like, did she trick him into doing that so they could have a Bruce? No. Or was it just they were getting hanky one night and all of a sudden she was pregnant? Yes. Okay. I hate him. Yes, hi Alfred, you're great. Um, so, his mother's trying to make him into a killing machine, and Bruce and Grayson are like,
0: hey, Nah,
1: no, no, man, we will come help you. Damn them and the goodness.
0: You know the worst part? Like, all this redeemable story driven stuff about this guy learning to not kill and learning to back off while still being a part of the bad family mm. has been done before and much better with. With Cassandra Tain's Batgirl. Girl. Mm-hmm. She was way better than Damien. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's even worse because, as we said, Batman vanishes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's why we get Red Robin. But, as I also said, Dick Grayson steps into the cow and becomes Batman. And Damien does his Robin'ing next to Dick.
0: Yeah.
1: Um which is a huge flip for the dynamic duo's role because now you have a super hopeful Batman.
0: And a shit kicker Robin.
1: Yeah. Um but during Flashpoint we end up getting during Flashpoint we end up getting Hang on I've lost what I Bruce Wayne back
0: and Dick returns to be to To
1: being that Damien continues as Robin. He then became Redbird for a bit because his mum tries to kill him but that's a whole other story. Um, Damien is finally killed by Heretic who is an aged clone of himself
0: yep.
1: because even Damien knows Damien sucks.
0: Yeah. Like um, all the people he has a compulsive urge to destroy Damien. Uh,
1: Heretic was for Leviathan
0: mm-hmm. which
1: I have to mention because Agent Carter
0: I think it's a different Leviathan, than go going.
1: I know, but same word. Um, Batman, being the good bat that he is, damn it, uses Darkseid's chaos shards to resurrect badass. My yeah. new nickname for Damien. The end, go away Damien, put things back- put that thing back where it came from, also help me.
0: Yep, yeah, he sure is a dud. Dark. Have you ever, like, read a story where you've enjoyed him? I know
1: Trey has. Prey doesn't hate him as much as I do.
0: I think he's... I can't remember what it was that he read, but... I did like him in Early Detective when he's not the Robin yet. And he's just, like, in a silver bodysuit just to have a superhero costume on while out on duty. And he's still the arrogant piece-of-shit kid that he is normally. But at that point, no one respected him yet, so he's dismissed constantly, and it's very great. Mm. Um...
1: He annoys me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those are the major staples, but it'd be a real disservice if we didn't touch on some of the other soldiers to where the yellow are. So we're gonna talk about some of the spares.
1: Spares, alternates.
0: Yeah. Um, Others
1: that have bed the name of Robin but aren't technically continuity.
0: Yeah. So ah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Duke Thomas. Um, Duke to Duke right, Duke Thomas. He was the unofficial Robin in the We Are Robins and the Robin War Saga. Um, he first appeared in issue 21 of Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's Batman. Greg and
1: Capullo is a badass.
0: Yes, you've met him, and... I have, and I'm just... I
1: feel the need to explain you know, to you He doesn't look like
0: the dude who draws a comic book, does he? No. Google image if e- you haven't
1: seen it. Oh, I was going to say, you can explain.
0: No, let, let them find for themselves.
1: He's, he's cool.
0: Um... Yeah, so he continues to appear throughout, the same way Harper Rowe had been seated earlier al- along.
1: Mm-hmm. I like
0: that they sort of had plans for these extras that were barely more than a civilian with a speaking role originally. Um, I, yeah, I still wanted to credit the guy, despite never becoming a real Robin outside of the future's end. Yeah. Stuff. Um, he's currently The Signal, which is pretty much just the day shift, which I kind of like that, um... Wearing a yellow suit, he's in charge of keeping shit safe and locked down until he hands Gotham over as the sun sets.
1: Which is like it makes sense when you have a hero that can only come out during night.
0: Yeah, like, and any time he doesn't it's kind of weird. And sixties yeah. Batman esque.
1: Yeah. So I like the fact that they're like, um, we we've realised that we've picked a weird time lapsey thing. Do you think you could like hang out?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't mind them there. Um, Who else you got there, Kyle?
1: Well, in Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns, the Robin booty shorts are filled by Carrie Kelly. Mm -hmm. She's a 13-year-old girl who saved Batman's life. Yep. Um, She is one of the few Robins to still have her parents.
0: They're hippies, so does she really? Does she really technically have them?
1: Well... They were hippies now. They're just kind of stoners, and there is—I can't remember what it's in, but I know there's a panel of her parents being like, "Do we have a daughter?" And she's just like outside the window, like, "Thanks."
0: Yeah, mm. the, the dads.
1: Um, she was also technically the first female Robin.
0: Mm-hmm. that, that came technically like, like decades before, um, Stephanie Brown started.
1: Um. She came back in Batman The Dark Knight Strikes again.
0: Yeah, she also However, came
1: back However, in... as Catgirl, Toby, would you like to speak about Catgirl?
0: It's weird, because it's clearly the cheetah outfit from Wonder Woman, but she's just wearing huge sneakers. Like, huge sneakers.
1: Yeah. Like, imagine clown shoes, make them a bit bigger, but make them, like, white sketches.
0: Mm. Um, She also was brought into the New 52 continuity as... Damien Wayne's drama teacher. So... yeah, I don't know how that works, but go on. Um, over in Earth 2, Bruce and Selina have a child named Helena, who fought alongside her father as Robin. Um, we're a Bertinelli tribe here at the school for World
1: She Earth. does impersonate Bertinelli for a while. Yeah. So, technically...
0: Typical so Earth a 2, like, convoluted behaviour, you know how it is. But, um, when... She, she'd sort of joined with um, Earth 2 Supergirl for the longest time. They had a bit of a bond, and eventually, you know, they found themselves in Earth 1 or Earth Prime, however Earth, you say um,
1: it. Yeah, Earth Prime. Standard,
0: standard comic universe, where she no longer had the position of Robin, it's filled. So she went on to become Huntress in that world while well, Supergirl became It was um, still the same. And We've Karen had a few Hall. different... Huntresses at this point, but Power Girl's always been who she is.
1: Um, basically, Batman and Robin on Earth Two were fighting Dark Side and Parademons Demons, and she was fighting in um, Batwing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Watched the building Bruce was in get blown up. Tried to follow Dark Side down a boom tube mm-hmm. and fell into just prime fell out the wrong side like earth prime or whatever um powergir was like look I'm sure we can find a way home I'm gonna find a way to do it
0: hmm.
1: Helena was like I can steal money from Wayne Tech because I know how the company works and I'm just gonna like jump around doing whatever I can yeah she's, she's a strange one but She's there.
0: Mm, it's still one of the ones that count.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we have our newest Robin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Only uh, he's only a couple of months old.
0: It's still pretty fresh. We have not seen much of this yet.
1: Baby Robin. Yeah. Technically, first appearance was in May of this year.
0: Mm. Or like two thousand one, depending on how you look at the character.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, so this is Matt McGuinness. Right. Taking up the Robin mantle after what will have been many years. Yeah, <laughs> it's a future story that happens in the past. that's it's very confusing. Yeah. so
0: Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond's little brother, has started to become Robin.
1: Yeah. Um. So the McGinnises have moved into Wayne Manor, mm-hmm. and obviously Matt now knows about the Batcave and that, and he was going through. Bruce's old recordings of training Damien. Yep. And like copying them and learning stuff unbeknownst to anybody else. Um, They're down there monitoring as Terry um, is fighting a villain called Payday. um, Who is basically getting the better of Terry. Like Terry's getting the crap beaten out of him.
0: He's never the greatest Batman. But he, he, gives it his, he gives it his best, and I kind of like that he does get thrown around a little.
1: Yeah. um, But seeing this, Matt smashes the case that has Damon's costume in it, um, and Bruce basically tells him, go. Like, it's a four panel where um, Matt grabs the costume and is like, are you going to tell me to put it back? And Bruce is just like, Go. That's all he says about it. Um,
0: At this point, he knows he cannot argue with McGinnis' boy out of a fucking superhero costume.
1: That, (laughs) and I think he's been trying for three seasons
0: and like (laughs) twenty different comic book iterations. Fuck it at this point.
1: Um, So yeah, at the moment we're watching Bruce train the first sibling superhero duo, who Um, is just another Robin to him, mm -hmm. like Batman's like whatever. But Terry is now faced with the fact that the person he is in charge of, his little brother, is about to step into this role of Robin, who technically the role is kind of cursed. They they don't usually do too good.
0: That's true. (laughs) It's a dynamic I'm excited to sort of see happen, because never in Batman's history have we had a smart-ass Batman and a smart-ass Robin. And I'm I want to see them just berate villains until the villain. Um, they don't even like have a physical punch up. They just kind of like turn themselves in because they're so ashamed. Yeah. I just want. I just want Batman Roast Battle the, the series.
1: That's that's how they now deal with Neon Joker.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited to see some of it. I haven't touched much of it yet. I'm at the point. I'm a little behind. I'm at the point where Matt knows mm-hmm. about Terry, but. I'm not in my manner or
1: nothing yet. Like I said, it's only like a month or two. Hot old. off the press,
0: ladies and gentlemen.
1: I think um people that watched Batman Beyond are like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Whereas people not that really. have been reading it.
0: In my head, I pictured Max, not Matt. Um, yeah, his... but Max
1: is old. She's the same age as Batman. I don't
0: know, but she has her shit together.
1: She's an oracle. She's not a Robin. Yeah,
0: I guess she's an oracle role. No, you're right there, I suppose,
1: but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. to see And what we'll doing see
1: because this literally like playing out probably, as we record yeah, this. Yeah, it's
0: probably sitting on my pull lists in the store right now.
1: Well, because so issue eighteen, which came out in May, is him first putting on the suit. Issue nineteen is him actually like learning what the hell is going on. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're up to, as far as I know, because I'm not reading it either. But like, that's we we haven't really seen him or Terry really do anything yet. Mm. So mm. that's your Robins. All
0: right.
1: And it, that's. At this I know episode. we've
0: briefly covered. Like we've, we've definitely covered a uh, Jason Todd, We've covered. I mentioned all, sorts Dick of
1: stuff. At all, all times.
0: But this is sort of a piece together kind of thing. Yeah. Um if if you don't mind two people podcasts, you should like and subscribe to let us know.
1: Yeah, tell us whether you like it just being us or you prefer listening to other people.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, follow us on Twitter at Weyword underscore Like us on Facebook. Email us. Yeah. At
1: Twitter us. <laughs>
0: Be helpful. School
1: for Waywood at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Twitter is
0: at School for way with You pay a lot of attention. You've said Twitter twice, and I've already done the Twitter.
1: You didn't say where it was. I did. Oh, did you? Yeah,
0: when you're editing, you can check. Okay. And I can say, I told you so. Okay. So future Kyle listening to this, doing editing, I told you so.
1: And future Toby listening to this, I don't care.
0: Okay, fair enough. Well there there you have it, guys. Uh, from Dick to Duke and all things in between.
1: Hold up
0: Do you have a homework Rewind. idea?
1: Rewind. We had multiple homework ideas for this.
0: Alright, go. Ahead. You you do one and I'll do one.
1: Okay. Um, what is your favorite robin carryover?
0: Um It's it's hard to argue with like the Nightwing. It's obviously the quintessential, but the fact that he eventually got to be a Batman kind of makes the most sense.
1: This is true.
0: I know he ended up having to step down because comics have to keep going forever.
1: And Batman resurfaced.
0: Yeah. But to me, that's probably the most sensible outcome for the guy. Yeah. Is to eventually be the Batman.
1: Well, look... I know many people will be surprised by this because I have a very strong and affectionate love for Nightwing. Mm -hmm. And probably always will. I think the one that makes the most sense is actually um, Red Hood. What die? Well, he was a terrible Robin. He just doesn't fit. Like, I know Damien's there now Mm -hmm. and he's another terrible Robin that we give a lot of crap. But I honestly think Jason Todd made a better Red Hood than he did a Robin. Like he makes more sense in that transition. Yeah. Like Dick could have kept being a Robin. He could have. He he just grew out of it. Whereas Jason, he never really fit as a Robin.
0: So do you? Prefer Whereas when he comes as...
1: back as a Red Hood, I'm mm. like that guy right there
0: and do you, that one do you prefer pre new 52 or new 52 onwards do you like him as like a villain or an anti-hero
1: I think I prefer him as an anti-hero but given his story as a Robin I understand him coming back as a villain yeah like I think he needed that step in order to move forward like because you he'd be pretty shitty like I was different. And I definitely like how they changed it to, um, like, our ghoul picking him up.
0: Oh, yeah, that's way better than the a than hole in reality time hole. space. <laughs>
1: like, there's, there's something that the comics do that you're just like,
0: what are you doing?
1: Do, do you really think that would work? Really? Yeah. But I don't know. I just think that that transition, like, it makes a lot of sense. Even though I love Nightwing.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, do you think A. Robin's important? Yes. Why is that?
1: Because Batman, as much as he tries to see things, like, clearly, Mm -hmm. I don't think he can... Like, I, I honestly don't think it's within his ability to see the world fully. Yeah. Like, he needs someone sitting there and pointing out those other aspects. And I think each of the Robins, like, have taught him to do that.
0: Yeah,
1: I get it. Like, because they are... eight. Like... Yes, they're all Robins, but they're all extremely individual and they bring different things to it. Like, Batman even says at one point that um, Tim Drake is a better detective and will completely, like, um,
0: mm. a lot he, he of that... will be
1: a better detective than Bruce is.
0: Mm. The Batman and Robin Eternal stuff covers that really well, where it's like every one of these Robins in a way, is better than I'll ever be. Dick is way more of a natural leader with the Teen Titans and every other Robin that he's mentored Mm -hmm. more than Bruce has. Um, Jason Todd, yeah, he's kind of a prick, but he can also do the tough shit that Batman can't willingly do and Tim's a better detective and Damien is there. (laughs) That's all he's getting.
1: But that's the thing. Damien Show like, as much as we hate him, Mm. He does show us that Bruce isn't as harsh as he's made out to be.
0: Yeah, which is always like, important to our preference for th- th-
1: There is another step that he could take, but like I, I honestly think if Damien had came like come first, mm. the Bruce that we have now would be completely different. Because they're so dark and so cynical and so, like, they don't see the redemption in people.
0: I also like the big middle finger that it is to Raz. He's like, Batman will never join me. He says, I'm so goddamn evil. Fine, I'll make my own. Yeah. I'm scheming and stuff. And then Damien joins Batman. Instead, of Talia is just like, ah, ha 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 it. So I do not get... <laughs> like that aspect it, of it the character. Good. Fuck the rest of him. but that. But was... I
1: feel like... Damien wouldn't have done that without being around Bruce and Dick. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, they're
0: good influences.
1: Like, they they come in, they're like, Look, we understand. Your entire life hasn't really been great. But. And I think that's, like... Everyone has their favourite character, Mm -hmm. but you need all of them to make your favourite duo. Yeah.
0: Um... Do you, hey, How do you feel about that fan theory Trey found a couple years ago? About how that Robin is specifically their kind of like the Tower of Babel Justice League story. Like, Batman has a weakness prepared for every single Justice League member. Mm. And the theory is that Robin is his one. Knows his identity, whereabouts, location, how he thinks, how he does anything. And they're always... M- a brighter, more hopeful person than him. So if he ever does go over the edge, they're ready for the Justice League to to sort of stop him. Yeah, I like that because it made a lot of sense that he would always have like a his like an extra bit of moral compass and also a backup plan. If I go rogue, yeah. I mean, Jason Todd doesn't really work, but the rest of them do.
1: But Tub was one of the ones that works. Because when he comes back, no, that's how No, I mean it's like a moral out.
0: compass because he's worse than Bruce was.
1: But again, I don't think he, he like
0: he was. He that's can, why they he he can rid of be mm.
1: as Robin. Yeah, that was why.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: But I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about the one about Matt McGinnis being Bruce's
0: child? It makes... Look, I I wasn't that big on the whole thing that Bruce is technically Terry's father. But if this is Waller we're talking about, big fat Amanda Waller, it makes 100% sense that she would have a backup one ready. Yeah. A second in command. It kind of makes sense that he'd become a Robin in that sense as well. I don't mind it, but on the premise that I was kind of annoyed in the first place. At this point, I'm fine. I mean, sense? if
1: I have to have it, then fine, but...
0: If we're going down this path, 100%, I get it, but at the same time, yeah, We can also pretend that this is old Amanda Waller with Alzheimer's just lying and it, it's fine.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, everyone's just tricking sure babies like out this. of Bruce.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fucking. I do like the whole thing. It's like, yeah, it was easy to clone him. He leaves his DNA all over everything. Just, I mean, Gotham's
1: just covered in bad evidence. And,
0: yeah, teeth and blood and sadness. I guess.
1: I thank you for saying sadness,
0: because
1: yes. there was another S word you could have used there that was going to be really confusing.
0: Shit. Yes. Oh, that's fine. I, we also,
1: let us know if you want us to do this for like any other character. There's, there's a, there's been a other... ton of bad girls, Batwomen's.
0: Mm. Like, we could even talk about iterations of characters, like Penguin coming from being a colourful, goofy villain, going into the TV show, slowly getting darker, to the point where New 52 had him, like, mutinied by a different guy calling himself Penguin. you got the Gotham, the animated series. Every character has a lot we can go through.
1: There is. There is. And favourites. Yeah. So, if you like... Us talking about one person. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Because we we'd like to talk, apparently. Yeah. This is a new thing we've discovered about ourselves.
0: We talk. We're, we're a year into a podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we talk and we're in microphones. Podcast.
0: That's it, baby. Um, alright, well, there you go. Robin is good. Class dismissed. Any piece of parting wisdom before we
1: go? I like pie.
0: All right, well, we're going to go find some pie, for everybody. It's important to find your inner pie.
1: And for those who are listening to this live, oh, yeah. happy 4th of July.
0: It's dumb that that's Captain America's birthday. But if you're <laughs> listening to this and the Teen Titans Go to the Movies has come out yet? No. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I. It's so uh,
1: stupid that they used the name to make the name. Yeah. Because it's Teen Titans Go to the Movies.
0: I mean that's a Robin Heavy show, that's why I was thinking about it. But at the same time a lot the inside jokes, are they enough to make me sustain a film or not? That's my if, that's, if that's, that's the a big good question here.
1: Child's Batman film Lego Batman.
0: Yeah, but this is I think it's a step below Teen Titans go, is that I think it's the tally tubbies of Warner Brothers.
1: If my nephews ask me to take them to this, I'm gonna tell them no.
0: I'd be proud if they went and they're like, hey look, that's a reference to this, this and this and that's a reference to that, hey look, that Jason Todd's ashes are on the shelf. That's kinda of fucked up. Because I thought that was kinda of fucked up. <laughs> it just says Robin that's, Two that's and probably, it's next to the crowbar.
1: That is probably like the best and worst thing that happened in that show.
0: Mm, I feel like <laughs> Because it is when you saw that episode
1: me. you were just like, Wait, they what?
0: And there's also that other episode where they openly hate Teen Titans Go and prefer the original series. <laughs>
1: I don't know whether we've talked about it on the podcast or not. Should we do it? The last or time the last time we went down to visit my nephews um they were so excited. They were like, "Oh, we're going to watch cartoons and you should sit down and you should watch these with us." Mm-hmm. And they put on Teen Titans. Now, I got really excited because it's Teen Titans from the 90s. So I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know. I used to watch this." And they're like, "No, no. It's brand new." And I'm like, no, it's not. We legitimately got in like a 15 minute argument with them
0: yeah.
1: about just not it's new, being a new Teen just Titans. Just because it's new
0: to you doesn't mean it's new.
1: Um, and, and they were agreeing to the fact that it's a million times better than Teen Titans Go and I was so proud of them in that moment that I was like, I just want to go out and buy you like something comic or like a statue or something. Yeah. I was so proud of them. Very good. So if you have nephews that like Teen Titans go and you're not happy with it, Pick show it. them 90s Teen Titans. They'll love it. Yeah. And it has a lot of Deathstroke because he's an idiot. They're not
0: allowed to say Deathstroke though. So he has to call him Slade and then he's rotting in hell in one episode. It's like, alright, well that blows the line.
1: Yeah. Okay. But he's dumb so children can beat him. Yeah. The end.
0: The end. considering we Uh, already signed off we've signed off like four times so i'm gonna walk away but have have a good time and always be the robin in your life
1: i'm the robin in our relationship
0: robin's important don't chase after like the big dumb glorious villain you should make sure that the people are safe
1: don't go chase
0: him you go strange (laughs) okay class dismissed